Welcome to Thursday, June 22nd, 2023. This Day Weather Podcast is being brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Well, a lot of weather yesterday afternoon and evening and continuing into the overnight hours and into the morning hours, especially for you folks out in eastern Colorado. And our active weather is going to continue. Thanks for everybody for sending your photos and got lots of photos coming in late yesterday and last night from a wide variety of weather as very menacing skies like the shot from Garrett, Wyoming yesterday afternoon and evening from those showers and thunderstorms, as is usually the case. There are some of you that didn't get anything. There's some of you that got a lot, whether it was heavy rain and hail or both or tornado activity. And as we go through today, as we go through Friday, we're going to have two more days of severe weather possible in the region. Now, there's a little bit of a southward shift of the severe weather here today and into Friday, but it's still going to be a lot in the same areas as the pattern is stuck. So heavy rain, large hail, strong wind gusts, tornado activity for some. It's going to be possible again in the region today. And like yesterday, it's mainly going to be front range and point east. You get on the western side of Colorado, Wyoming, west of the divide. There won't be nearly as much activity today, but a little bit. Temperatures are going to be pretty cool relative to the average over the next few days. And we do have some wind as this trough finally exits late Friday into Saturday and Sunday and heads up into the northern plains. Parts of Wyoming and Colorado will experience some windy areas Friday into Saturday before easing on Sunday. And stepping through here, some of these photos, big, big clouds building yesterday, a supercell here developing east of Colorado Springs, and the end result, yep, one-inch size hailstones. And we did see many reports of hail. Don't have any really huge hail to report, but many of you did experience hail with some of these showers and thunderstorms yesterday, uh, inch-sized hail there. Flooding. Flooding took place, localized flooding, flash flooding, and some extremely heavy rain came with these thunderstorms. You know, yesterday afternoon, uh, we had dew points well up into the 60s across portions of eastern Wyoming, western Nebraska, western Kansas, and northeastern and eastern Colorado. So the atmosphere was just laden with moisture. Also, yep, tornado activity up in Lemon, South Dakota. Nice, well-formed tornado there. And then after it was all said and done, by evening, things began to clear out, and we had some good shots like that as well. This morning's satellite photo is, well, if you're a weather nerd, this is a beautiful shot and a beautiful example of what we call a mesoscale convective complex, or what's called an MCC, as all of the thunderstorm activity that developed in the region yesterday afternoon and evening well, that energy sort of coalesced into one very organized area of rain and showers and thunderstorms that developed over parts of northeast Colorado yesterday evening and overnight, and then is drifting slowly southeastward. At the time of this podcast being made, the radar looked like this, a very organized, very widespread and large area of shower and thunderstorm activity with frequent lightning. For you folks out on the eastern Colorado plains overnight, and early this morning, the lightning basically has almost been continuous. One lightning detection uh, area showed well over a thousand lightning strikes in this area overnight and early this morning. So these mesoscale convective complexes are something that we do see more frequently 
out on the, into the plains. And one reason, while the these plains areas to our east can get a lot of rain in the summer season, but this one is a little bit further west. They happen out here, more frequent off to the east, but the right setup for that. And we can see a similar situation as we head on into the afternoon, evening, and nighttime hours of tonight. We had this axis. These are all the storm reports that came in from yesterday. The green areas there showing the hail. The black shows the very large hail. And the triangles that are red show where tornadoes were reported. With the setup today, very similar to yesterday. Really, it's the same thing. We've got this trough hanging back here. We have strong southwest winds aloft, and we continue to have a lot of moisture coming up in from the southeast. Cold air aloft, like I showed you with those arrows yesterday. So it's essentially the same situation. It's just a little bit of a more southeastward push of the energy and moisture today. So this is where the models are seeing the thunderstorm activity developing. Notice we've got it a little bit further west along the I-80 corridor in the south central and southwestern Wyoming into northeastern Utah today. And then a little bit more of an eastward push of the thunderstorms is going to set it into Minnesota. Eastern areas of South Dakota across central Nebraska. Then you can see Colorado down into northeast New Mexico and Texas again. Going to see the active weather. The Storm Prediction Center is highlighting that yellow area as the highest risk of severe weather today. The dark green, your risk is pretty good as well. The light green means general thunderstorm activity, more garden variety type thunderstorm activity today. And like yesterday... There's a fairly high probability of hail in that area. Tornado activity as well, especially down there near the Colorado-New Mexico border area. And with tomorrow's weather maps, not much different. The low is a little closer, nudging a little bit more east, beginning to form, but basically it's the same setup. So this is what tomorrow looks like. Watch the thunderstorm activity grow, though, and increase in western Wyoming, northern Wyoming, and up into Montana. Still a lot of very strong thunderstorm activity. This will give some relief to the heat in Texas. We'll talk about the Texas heat here in a minute. That is going to be another very active day, and this is what the Storm Prediction Center shows for tomorrow. So we've got two more days in a row where this region, east of the divide, is going to be hit by a lot of shower and thunderstorm activity, some of it going to be severe. Now, by Sunday morning, the low has skipped over the Rockies and made it into Minnesota. This is going to bring a westerly flow in. That's going to be a little bit of a drier flow of air, but strong jet stream winds will go perpendicular to the Rockies. When that happens, you get wind. And we are going to see some gusty winds picking up late tomorrow afternoon and evening along the Wasatch Front and northwest areas of Colorado and southwestern Wyoming tomorrow. Then the wind-prone areas of central and southern Wyoming along I-80, along I-25, going to be windy, especially early Saturday morning easing by Saturday afternoon. The best day of the weekend as it looks right now is going to be Sunday. Saturday, notice that drier air punches in here. So thunderstorm activity Saturday will be more confined to where the low is and some lingering moisture back into the mountains of Montana and Idaho and the Pacific Northwest for some scattered showers and thunderstorms. So the decrease in thunderstorm activity, it's just a decrease. It's not an elimination of it. will take place Saturday into Sunday as drier air punches in behind that low. You can see over the next three days, this is through Saturday evening. You can see where the more active showers and thunderstorms and the threat of the heavier rainfall is going to be. Heat-wise, temperature-wise, over the next five days, this is for today through Monday. The blue and green areas show below average precipitation, rather below average temperatures 
over the next five days. So you can see the persistent coolness from California through the central and northern Rockies and the western high plains. Now here's the heat in Texas and also into New Mexico. Also a bit warmer than average, but nothing extreme up here in the Corn Belt in the Midwest. We have been talking about the lack of monsoonal moisture and thunderstorm activity over Mexico and the desert southwest so far because the monsoon's been delayed. And that's one reason why it's been so hot in Texas. We've got this big high down here. The clockwise wind patterns around the high is bringing the desert heat out of Mexico right into Texas. And since we don't have the clouds and the showers and thunderstorms from the monsoon yet, well, this Texas high is just tapping into pure desert heat. And that's why it's so hot. And the heat in Texas is still going to be a problem here for another 7 to 10 days or so, although around the 4th of July period, we'll talk about this more tomorrow, I do see the pattern changing a bit. That will bring relief from the heat and maybe some of that heat squeezing northward towards the Rockies by the first weekend of July. But until then, we're still trending cooler than average here for another 5 or 6 days or so, at least in these blue areas you see here. Have yourself a good Thursday. Hopefully we can get through today without too much bad weather in your area. We'll see you tomorrow.